are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. Today, we have to talk about Jeff Ward being fired after a 7-3 victory over the Ottawa Senators and Daryl Sutter stepping in as your new head coach of the Calgary Flames. But first, make sure you are following and subscribed to Locked on Flames for free on your favorite podcast app, and make sure that you leave us a rating and a review so we know that you are enjoying the show. It is currently 1.40 in the morning, and Jeff Ward is officially out as Flames head coach. I don't really know what to think. Like, my initial thought when when I learned of the news was, (laughs) this is a funny prank. Because I was half asleep, you know? minded my own business. I wasn't going to record the podcast after the game tonight because I was like, oh, I have Friday off, so we'll just jump on into it in the morning and have a nice little breakfast podcast out talking about great victory and what a great way to start the weekend, right? No. So Jeff Ward has been fired and Daryl Sutter is back. Yes, that Daryl Sutter who has been in the league probably longer than most of you have been alive. (laughs) Um, Actually, I'm not really sure the demographic of this podcast, but I'm always surprised when somebody's like, yeah, I'm only 19. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, uh, Pierre Lebrun reports that Sutter signed a three-year deal. So it's this season and two more. And I believe that uh, Tree Living's extension runs parallel to that as well. He has not coached in the NHL since 2017, but he was the, um, oh my goodness, he he was working with the Ducks, and I just, I I don't even know what to say because, you know, I thought that this would happen after a loss or, you know, we would kind of be playing the guessing game of who's the next Flames head coach, but I guess they kind of filled in the blanks for us, and we don't have a guessing game. So that means that Ger- Gerard Gallant is uh, not the Flames head coach, and he is still out of a job. Unbelievable, really. But, you know, he is a Stanley Cup champion winner, two times as a head coach, and I am really interested to see what he does. As the Flames head coach, because you obviously don't want someone to fail. Like, you don't want that. What what does that do? And I think because of his resume, he will be incredibly respected. He has 18 years of experience under his belt. He is, uh, you know, he brought the Flames to a Stanley Cup. Unfortunately, they didn't win that um, that year. But, you know, he has done amazing things in other systems, and he... He can make things work, and he was the head coach from 2002 to 2006, and for three seasons, he served as uh, the head coach and the general manager. That's too much for me, personally. Um, You know, I, I respect that, and he ended up stepping down and away from the job because he couldn't handle both roles. So, I mean... 
I'm I'm okay with this for now. His first um, game as a coach will be a Battle of Alberta on Saturday, which is kind of cool. But in, uh, as the Flames head coach, he compiled a record of 107, 73, and 30 in the regular season, and then 18, 15 for the postseason. Jeff Ward ends his run as the Calgary Flames head coach at 36, 26, and 5. I have been seeing people's tweets about Jeff Ward, and, you know, he was a really nice guy and always kind to the media. So, you know, it stinks, and I hope that he does land somewhere on his feet because I do think that he is smart, and I think that he does have a hockey mind, but unfortunately it was not what this team needed and sometimes you need that rude little wake-up call to be like oh okay this is what I'm supposed to be doing but like I said this firing comes after a 7-3 victory over the uh senator senators and we all saw this coming especially with Brad Tree Living being in Ottawa for those few games but I don't think any of us really anticipated him actually pulling the trigger. Thank you, Jeff Ward, for your, you know, your dedication to this team and taking over in the middle of a season last year when things were very uncertain and turning the locker room around, it looked like, and then coaching through a pandemic and the bubble. Best of luck to you in the future. And Thanks for all your hard work. But coming up next, we are going to go down and through the Sutter resume rabbit hole really quickly. And we're just going to talk about Daryl Sutter. (laughs) I fill you guys in if you aren't familiar. But first, we're going to talk about Bet Online AG. You know, football's wrapped up, but it, there are still plenty of sports to bet on. And you can head on over to Bet Online AG and sign up today for your free account. And with your first deposit, you can get a 50% welcome bonus when you type in promo code LOCKED ON. So, you know, that's a pretty sweet deal. You know, maybe bet on the Battle of Alberta this upcoming weekend, some Stanley Cup championship odds, things like that. You never know. And like I said, use promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online AG, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at Jess Belmosto. So, Daryl Sutter, you guys, <laughs> you know, he has uh, quite the resume. Like I mentioned, he's been in the league coaching for 18 years. He has 18 years of head coaching experience and compared to somebody with one not even one full year of NHL coaching experience I would say that we're already looking at a more qualified contender and candidate that's the word I'm looking for but he came out of retirement for this so you know he he must still have that magic or something because, you know, if I could retire at 62 years old and have this kind of resume and pretty sure a nice bank account too, ooh, forget about it. You'd never hear from me. But 
Sutter has coached four NHL teams and has won two Stanley Cups. He would have won three, but that pesky pesky goal in Game 7 against Tampa just, you know, it, it did it. It didn't bring him a Stanley Cup. And he was also a general manager of the Flames, which we talked about a little bit before. And he compiled a 107-73-26 record in two-plus seasons behind the Calgary bench. And he was working in Anaheim for a little bit. And then, you know, they, they said, peace out. And I just think it's really incredible. I'm so sorry for that noise. I just flicked the remote off of my, <laughs> where I'm sitting. But my goodness, um, I you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the change. And to have a respected voice in the locker room is going to be amazing. I think that this is, I don't want to say that this is the solution. Because like I've said a million times, this doesn't all fall on a coach. This doesn't all fall on a player. It is completely up to the two to work it out and see eye to eye and make compromises and figure out a way to make things work. And unfortunately, that just was not happening with Jeff Ward behind the bench. And I I do think that this was the right move. And unfortunately, I don't think that they should have signed Ward to a two-year contract. I think that one was plenty. And obviously, we're learning that he was not qualified to be a head coach. And I'm kind of curious to see how this, uh, you know, bringing Sutter out of retirement happened. I'm sure we will learn more as the days go on. But, (laughs) you know... They talk about Friday afternoon news dumps in media. It's typically like a 4 p.m. story that they kind of want buried over the weekend. and People will forget about it. Like, it's typically a scandal-type story. <laughs> and I, I know that Calgary is two hours behind where I am. And I just, like... <laughs> I was like, wait, guys, I'm trying to sleep. Like, can we save this for the morning? And... I'm just glad that I didn't have my phone on Do Not Disturb for once. <laughs> um, is anybody else a habitual per like sleeper on sleeping on silent and things like that? But I I do have questions heading into this, and I know people are gonna say, "Well, cancel culture," and it's like, no, like these are some serious things that I think that need to be addressed. Or, um, you know, kind of put on the forefront. But he was the coach when he let, when or when the LA Kings were fined because they allowed Slava Vanoy, I can't say his last name. He honestly doesn't even, like, <laughs> a player who was suspended, okay? Voinov, um, they were fined a hundred thousand dollars for allowing suspended Voinov uh, to skate with the team, and Daryl Sutter um, was locked out of the LA Kings locker room and barricaded the door with three trash cans. Like, uh, see, I don't know if that's kind of like funny, like haha, like ooh, we got you, coach, or it's like. Um, we actually can't stand you. This is hazing and we want you gone. But 
it just makes me wonder about the culture in the locker room in Calgary because personally I don't like anybody with that kind of, you know, uh, the ability to excuse really horrific behavior, nearly attempted murder to allow them to skate with the team is just not something I want near the flames for obvious reasons, but it's, uh, that's the NHL baby. We just rotate between the same four coaches Reduce, reuse, recycle. So, (laughs) uh, coming up next, we are finally going to talk about the Calgary Flames' win over the Ottawa Senators. Hey, y'all. It's Jess. Are you subscribed to Locked on Flames? Well, if you're not, you should be. So, guys, in case you missed it, (laughs) the Flames won 7-3 on Thursday night against Ottawa. They were back home, and it... uh, I was not expecting <laughs> to for the Flames to start out, um, you know, energetic, energized. Uh, they were able to score two goals within 37 seconds of each other. Brett Ritchie, noted friend of the show, had his first goal as a Flame, which was nice to see. His last NHL goal uh was scored on October 22nd, 2019. So it has been a while since Mr. Ritchie has scored. And Josh Levo has finally, finally, finally earned his first of the season. Ah, it was a really great game to watch. Dylan Dubé had a hat trick. Uh, you know, there was it was chippy out there for a little bit. Brady Kachuk was going after uh, Mark Giordano and... Uh, Matthew Kachuk like sat on top of Connor Brown, which unacceptable. Don't don't do that. This isn't a sit and spin. Like you don't sit on another person. This isn't this the sandbox in elementary school. Knowing what we know now, did the team know that this was Ward's last game? Did Ward know it was his last game, and that's why he scratched Sam Bennett? You know, you know what I'm saying. As one more kind of like screw you to Sam Bennett. The conspiracies are like starting to like form in my head. It could be the hour or there could be something there. We'll find out and we will get to the bottom of this and we will revisit it. But you guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. If there's more developments as the day goes on, I will absolutely release another podcast, but we do have a Flames game on Saturday, which when this comes out will be tomorrow. So, um, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto for all your latest updates and anything Flames related. (laughs) And make sure you are subscribed to this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you will get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day. Have a wonderful Friday, you guys, and I will chat with y'all either later today or Monday. Bye-bye.